Hey guys, hope everybody's doing well. Today we're going to be talking about why are you who you are? And it's going to be coming from Acts chapter 3, verse 2. We're going to spend this first first few lessons that we're going to be doing is going to be centered around this lame man that we've been talking about here in, the, in Acts chapter 3. Today we're going to look at verse 2 again. And it says a certain man was lame from his mother's womb. So that means he was he was lame since he was born. He had issues, kind of like Mephibosheth, um, Saul's uh, youngest son in, um, in the Old Testament. Uh, his ankles were turned in and he wasn't able, wasn't able to walk. So this is the same uh, similar situation that we have with this man here in the book of Acts. Uh, man was uh, lame from his mother's womb. Says, have you ever stopped to think about who you are and how you got to be who you are. Have you ever wondered how it is that you got through all the things that you have gotten through? Have you ever thoroughly considered your own life? So many men are so busy looking at their lame ankles, their problems, their needs, their areas of weakness, that they fail to see the big picture of their own lives. They don't have an awareness of where they are in their lives, primarily because they don't have a clear picture of where they have been. This man who had carried was carried to the beautiful gate had not become crippled uh, as a result of an accident or an illness. He, had, he ha hadn't fallen off a rooftop or been thrown from a horse or had been run over by a cart. He had been born lame. He had never known anything other than lameness all of his life. His lameness was not a disease, but a weakness. The bones in his feet and ankles simply had never gained strength. This man actually had two advantages that many men don't have today. First, the lame man knew that he had a problem. His lameness was obvious not only visible to others, but visible to himself. He had to face his problem. There was no way to avoid it or ignore it. Many men today haven't faced their lameness. They think that because they can look into a mirror and not see any major flaws or get through a social event without making any major mistakes or keep a job without getting fired, Things must be all right. The fact is, we each have an area of lameness in our own lives. There, it's there. Even if we refuse to face it, even if it isn't obvious. The second thing is, is that the lame man knew the reason for his lameness. He knew the cause of his problem. He knew the why for his life being the way it was. One of the things that we each must do about the area of our weakness we have in our lives is to trace it back to its origin. We need to ask, why am I like this? Why do I do what I do? Until we know why we're so angry, so filled with hate, so resentful or bitter, we cannot understand fully what it is that we need to do to get beyond our problem. 
Why do I come to church where I've been acting like a saint and leaping about in praise like David, only to act like a wild gorilla with my wife and children? Why do I have to uh, communicate? Why am I unwilling to, why do, don't I know how to communicate? Why am I unwilling to learn how to communicate better? Why do I feel an inner rage all the time? Why do things often spin out of control? Why am I not succeeding more at work? Why do I feel depressed at times? Why am I not growing more in my spiritual life? Why am I not further along in my walk with the Lord? Why am I who I am? Get out your own resume and read it yourself. Look back over your life. Face your life. Find out why you've been camping out in the state of lameness for so long. When he's talking about, when we're talking about lameness, we're not just talking about just being physically unable to walk and stuff. There's so many things, and we've got to ask each each one of ourselves, we have to ask ourselves that question, what is it that's causing me to be lame? What is it that's causing me to miss out on the blessings God wants to pour into my life? If I'm standing here and I need to stand here in order to receive God's blessings, I've got to make that step to be able to get there. And we got to ask those questions. And that's why a whole big reason why purpose for this group is so that we can we can look at one another and we can help one another we can realize hey you're a man just like i am and i have lame things and you have lame things and let's work on this stuff together and it's and and i'm hoping that we can get beyond the fact that we are so secluding ourselves and don't want to talk and don't want to uh, discuss things in our lives we can get through these things uh, by talking about them putting it out there, facing it, and then we can get, get beyond it because we know where we're at and where we need to get to receive those blessings. Taking a look at our own life can be depressing if that's the point where you're at the end of search for yourself. But if you use your new understanding to say, this is how I got where I am and here's where I am going to do, here's what I'm going to do about it, then your self-exploration can be highly positive. When you're looking closely at your, at your lives, each we each discover we need a Savior. We need a Lord, and we need, a, need relationships with other Christians who will teach us God's Word and build us up into Jesus. This one is uh, the greatest discoveries a person can make. Uh, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a big part of men's lameness is that there's men out there that don't know that they need a Savior and they need to come to that realization that they can't do it on their own and they need Jesus. We all need Jesus. And that's the biggest lameness that men have. And once we step over that, then we can work on the little things that cause us to be lame in our lives. And God wants you to be able to fully function because you're a kingdom builder and it's hard to build a kingdom when you're limping through life. Uh, when we look closely at our lives, we each discover we need a Savior, we need a Lord. Uh, there is a reason that you uh, are who you are, but there is an even greater purpose for your life. You may be also, uh, you may be who you are, but you are not yet who you will be. Uh, 
God has bigger and better things ahead for you. We each are called to be a partaker in the glory that shall be revealed. Consider today not only your problem and its cause, but your calling in Christ Jesus and its result. And it's, a, it's my prayer that each one of us will look at look at First Peter chapter one, first five, or verse chapter five, verse one, and know that we are be partakers of the glory that shall be revealed. And God wants to reveal His glory in your life so that others can see it, and so others can be drawn to Jesus. So I hope you'll continue to stay with with us on this on this um, exciting journey that we're on. And I hope that you will join me again tomorrow as we talk about alive and available. God bless you.